Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. What we did here was created a brand from scratch, basically a fictional brand. To have a framework to know where you are on the stair step, I think this is really, really cool stuff. It works on any platform, any type of marketing, anywhere. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. Hello and welcome back to episode 86 of Perpetual Traffic. We are back. We've got a good one today for you guys. We've got a great topic that we're going to be walking you through, which is a framework that we have been using really for several years probably. And I think it's been one of the game changers for us when it comes to having success with new clients, with clients that come to us, potential clients, customers that have had a difficult time getting paid traffic to work, getting Facebook ads to work, getting social media, YouTube video ads, AdWords, whatever that is, or just having difficult time getting their cost per conversion down. Ralph, how many times do you get on a call with a potential client where they, they've got a successful product, they've got a successful sales funnel, but sometimes they're just paying way too much for their cost per lead or their cost per sale all the time. And they're just like, can't get Facebook ads to work, right? Yep. This will help them get to there. Because this concept is a breakthrough concept, in my opinion, because it brings it all together. Really, it makes people understand exactly why directly to a sale Facebook ad might not work, where in fact you have to go back through these steps here, which we're going to talk about today. And once you understand it, it sort of all makes sense. Like we do it sort of instinctively, but to have a framework to know where you are on the stair step, I think this is really, really cool stuff. I think it relates to our past few episodes. You know, last week we talked about how to really portray the marketing message with your design. The week before, Ryan was talking about, you know, questions that he asked himself to make sure he's writing copy that, again, really portrays that message. So this is going to show you 
what to do with that message and and the stair-step journey that a customer takes. And if you understand this, it works on any platform, not just Facebook, any type of marketing, anywhere. Awesome. We've got some great graphics you're going to be able to download at the show notes. And we've basically taken a concept that will sometimes take years and years of experience to really be able to understand. We've tried to break that down for you to, to really help you visualize and understand that even though this is a non-visual podcast. First, uh, real quick, there's kind of a big announcement with with Facebook ads recently. want to touch on real quick. Facebook's rolling out some updates for video ads and videos will now be auto-playing with sound. Videos that auto-play in the newsfeed on Facebook that are muted, we're always talking about strategies to get people to see your video and understand it without sound or get them to click on mute. Well, now Facebook will be testing all videos that actually autoplay with sound. I don't know what the specifics are, if you're going to have a choice, if you're not going to have a choice, if they're going to roll this out fast or slow, but this is an announcement from Facebook. Vertical videos can now take up the whole screen. You can continue to watch a video while you scroll through the news feed. And you've seen some websites do this, like CNN does this, and a lot of different websites will will do this. They have a video at the top of the article. As you scroll down, the video player will kind of like zoom, kind of go to the bottom right, shrink. And Facebook is now letting you do this. But now Facebook even has an app where they've even built in functionality where you can continue to watch a video even after you exit the Facebook app. Right now, it sounds like it's just specifically with Android devices. So you can go back to your home screen on your phone or up within another app and you still see that little thumbnail video playing. This is one of the things that we're going to be talking about at at Traffic and Conversion, about video ads and the impact they've made with our clients. We're probably pushing, I haven't added it up lately, but we'll update it. Probably 175 million video views, paid video views that have generated millions and millions of, of dollars in ROI. So cool announcement there, but let's get into the stuff. You guys ready? This concept that we're going to be talking about today was from a book that was in 1966. And, you know, one of my favorite books that was ever written on advertising was written in 1923. And Ryan talked about Influence by Cialdini, which was written 20, 30 years ago as well. So nothing's really changed in the advertising world. If you really think about it, the way that we advertised or people advertised in 1923 is really is the same way as we advertise now because human nature doesn't change much. The format is the only thing that changes. So all the stuff you're going to talk about here, and especially with relation to video, which you just talked about, you know, there's always going to be changes in video inside the Facebook ads format. All it does is compress these five steps into like one or maybe two. And that's really, really important to know. And the same sort of thing would happen with direct response advertising, you know, back in the 60s and 70s when that first came on TV. So like the concepts haven't changed much. We're just adapting them to the new way of doing things. And the, and the platform that we do the most with right now is obviously Facebook advertising. So really good stuff here today. Totally looking forward to talking about it. We've got an acronym that's going to be the foundation. And what it's called is Upside. Upside with a Y. So it's U-P-S-Y as in Yankee, D as in dog, like Molly's dog, Larry. All right. (laughs) Keith, Larry's a a master at Facebook advertising. Yes. Ralph consults him frequently. He's got his own Facebook group and everything. He's really smart. He's a little black chihuahua. So (laughs) anybody can do this, really. 
<laughs> and he is the new mascot of perpetual traffic. He always has been. I think it just, this is formally announced. Yeah, go to the show notes at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast for a cute photo of Larry. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go through this upside acronym, which is the framework, U-P-S-Y-D. I want you to think about it this way. If once you understand this concept, this is going to give you the most upside potential right out of the gates with every new campaign you launch from today onward. The foundation of this framework was taken from one of the classic direct response advertising books of all time called Breakthrough Advertising by Eugene Schwartz, which is out of print. This is where the upside framework was taken from. I just adjusted it up a bit, kind of reversed the order and built an acronym that you can really use and visualize to be able to really execute on this amazing concept that can change the game for your business. So pay attention. We're going to make it easy for you to remember. And it starts with the acronym UPSIDE. So let's go back about 30 days. And we created a new course called Facebook Momentum. And it was kind of the prerequisite, the program that people had to go through and finish before they came to our live certification that we had in Austin a few weeks ago. And this is a course that we're actually selling. It's not quite available to the public yet. Um, We'll let you guys know what it is. But what we did here was created a brand from scratch, a basically a fictional brand. And we ran into some challenges. So I'm going to walk you through the challenges and how we overcame those challenges to really launch a, a, an incredibly successful campaign right out of the gate with no experience in this industry and basically with a brand new brand. We went out and bought a URL in the intermittent fasting, the ketogenic space. So Ketogenic diets are where people use intermittent fasting. Okay, this is where you will set different schedules of eating. So you might have an eating window where you only eat during eight hours of the day and then you fast for 16 hours. Okay, so I might have my last meal at 8 p.m. and then the next time I eat will be noon the next day. Sometimes you can do things like bulletproof coffee and there's things that will help you kind of get those essential oils your body needs and keep you from getting hungry. And there's a lot of these amazing health benefits from intermittent fasting. Not only will you typically, you know, lose weight quickly, but there's a lot of other things like your body is naturally detoxing. You have more focus and energy in the morning and all day long. And there's a lot of these types of things, but there's also a lot of people that don't know what intermittent fasting is. Like they think it's a religious ritual right? Or just something that people do if they're stuck in the desert somewhere. And so we bought a brand new URL, created a new Facebook page, created a new ad account, and started running campaigns, created a lead magnet, and basically started running kind of three different campaigns, a local business, local service, personal trainer. And then we did a lead magnet for somebody selling an information product, a digital product. We created a beginner's guide to intermittent fasting PDF that people can download. And it's actually the ads are running right now, even though we're not selling anything. Uh, We're running ads into a lead magnet as we speak. And we're generating under a dollar leads. And we've got like 30,000 fans in like three weeks, spending like 100 bucks a day and several thousand leads. It's kind of crazy. And 
The reason why it was successful right out of the gate is because of this upside framework. When we come to a challenging situation, what we do is we try to figure out what that person is selling or offering. Okay, and then we try to figure out, you know, what's the right hook? What's the right message we can create? What's the right lead magnet and, and hook to get them to go watch that lead magnet to give us the most success, but not only the most success, give us the, the biggest possible audiences, right? They say riches are in the niches. However, if you can go wider and, and target larger audiences and understand where people are at in that customer journey. Okay, this goes back to it's the same concepts that we've talked about all the way back to episodes one, two, and three on this podcast, but we're gonna draw it out for you guys a little bit today. And so if you think about in general, think about the health and fitness niche, okay? Think about an audience on Facebook. If we're gonna try to offer a solution to people about intermittent fasting, if I take let's say a 2 million person audience of a general health and fitness audience, maybe people that like men's health, women's health, beach body, all the different things like South Beach diets and the Atkins diets and Weight Watchers and maybe some big celebrities, right? There's a lot of different types of audiences. There's also people that might like things like Bulletproof Coffee. Those people are going to be aware of intermittent fasting because that's like the tribe of people that are into intermittent fasting. They follow the Bulletproof brand and stuff like that. So we have all these different people, but they all have different levels of awareness. So what we like to do is picture a kind of a big pie chart. And within that pie chart is your kind of potential, maybe fairly broad audience. Let's say it's an audience of 2 million people on Facebook that we're, that we're targeting. And within that audience, not all of those people are gonna know about intermittent fasting. The same goes in real life, okay? If I show up at a party and a guy that is into fitness, if he invites 100 people to his house and he knows they're all into health and fitness in general, and I'm a personal trainer and I offer kind of ketogenic diets and workout programs, if I show up at a party with 100 people there, out of those 100 people, not all of those people are going to know about intermittent fasting and are going to know about my product or service, right? And not all those people might even be wanting to lose weight right now. And so the audiences on Facebook and, and in social media and in AdWords and stuff like that are going to be very, very similar. So let's go back to the upside. Once again, it's U-P-S-Y-D. Within this audience in general, we're going to have a percentage of people that are unaware unaware, which is no knowledge of anything except perhaps his or her own identity or opinion. Now, within that same audience or party, we're going to have some people that are aware of the problem. Okay, they're problem or desire aware. This is where they sense that they have a problem, but they don't know there's a solution. They don't know that there's this intermittent fasting craze. They know about Weight Watchers and they know about counting calories and they know about all the fad diets, but they don't know about intermittent fasting and ketogenic diets. And within that same audience, there's gonna be a percentage of people. So now in your pie chart, there's gonna be a little you know, section of that pie chart that are solution aware. They know the result they want, but not that your product or service provides it. They know about intermittent fasting. They've heard about it, but they don't know about ketogenic living. 
Okay, that's the brand that we created, ketogeniclivinging.co. It's kind of like if you show up at that party and they know about intermittent fasting, but they don't know myself as a personal trainer who showed up there offers these services and offers these amazing meal plans and schedules and workout programs. Okay, so now let's go to the next one, which is the why and upside. So U-P-S-Y and why is your solution aware? These are the people that know what you sell, but are not quite sure it's right for him or her. So they've met me. Maybe they've seen one of my Facebook ads. Maybe a friend told them about me. So they're aware of ketogenic living, but they're just not quite sure. They haven't checked enough reviews yet. They've been busy. The last level is D. D stands for deal. These are the most aware. These are the people that know about your product or service, and they just need to know the deal. Okay, we use deal because it's easier to remember. And think about this. Is these are the people that maybe have seen your product, watched your sales video, been to your shopping cart, but they just need a coupon. They need a 30% off coupon, or they got busy, or they just need to look at some more reviews, or they, maybe they need some kind of a scarcity offer or a deadline that you might see in an email sequence. So that's the framework upside. And once you understand this, you have to understand that you look at these audiences and you want to figure out where are they on that whole journey. And I actually drew it out at our certification. And we'll give you guys these graphics and the show notes at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast episode 86. And you have a stair step journey. And if you think about next time you're walking up a set of stairs, maybe you have stairs at your home, maybe you're at an apartment, take the stairs instead of the elevator next time. And it's very easy to go from one step to the next step, right? And it's actually not too hard to to go from step one and skip a step, you know, jump up two steps. But to go from one all the way to four steps, so let's say you're jumping from one step and you're skipping two, so you're, you're going from one to step four, That's difficult to do, right? You can do it if you've worked out quite a bit and you've got some pretty strong legs and uh, you can jump from one to four, but it's, it's not that easy to do. And what we want to really press upon you today is that once you understand where these people are, you have to have the right message and the right audience, depending on their awareness level and level of intent. And then have the right offer for them. But in some cases, you can take people from literally being totally unaware of a problem or solution to making them have intent, to building up desire for your solution, which is all the way down, you know, U-P-S-Y-D, down to the Y. And we do this all the time. We do it with video ads. Some of our clients that have been running for almost two years. I did it with the one ad that I created for this program. We took people from unaware of ketogenic diets to made them aware of the problem and made them aware of our solution and then gave them a free opt-in all in one ad. So that's kind of the overview of how this works. And we'll kind of give you the example of, of what we did. On Facebook, typically the sweet spot that we see are people that are kind of in that PS situation, right? They're aware of the problem, but they're not aware of a solution or people that are aware of the solution, but they're not aware of your solution. That's kind of a sweet spot typically, right? This is going to be pretty big percentages. But in some cases, you can target people that are unaware of the problem in general, kind of like really Ralph and I both. 
with the intermittent fasting. I wasn't looking to lose weight. I've never actually looked to lose weight or tried to be, or been on a diet. I heard about intermittent fasting on a productivity podcast, a guy talking about how much more focused he was in the morning. So I was like, I went and started checking it out and reading it. And then I tried it. Next thing you know, I lost 10 pounds in seven days. I was like, what the heck? I guess I did have a little bit extra, you know, unwounded body fat on me, right? And then I lost 10 more pounds in like two more weeks. And I wasn't even on a diet. I was actually eating more during my, during my meals. I just kind of changed my schedule. So Ralph was in a similar situation where he thought that intermittent fasting was just for people that wanted to lose weight and get lean. He wanted to get strong and build strength. It's interesting because, I mean, if I look at this stair step, I mean, we were both in this like at different times. Like I was unaware of the problem longer than you were. You found out about it and then you were unaware that you actually wanted to lose weight, I guess was sort of the thing, or maybe unaware that you yeah. actually wanted, you know, or had to lose weight. Right. You know? To be even more fit and feel stronger. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when, when you had mentioned intermittent fasting to me, I was like, well, wait a second, I don't want to lose weight. I want to gain strength. I want to make gains in the gym. So I was not aware of the solution which is sort of step three, which is that when you actually use intermittent fasting, you can increase your strength at the gym. And then I found a solution which was specific to you know a company by the name of Kino Body that you know we ended up buying all their stuff. And then all we were looking for was really was the right deal. So it happened very, very quickly. But we went through all these steps. Like we didn't jump any steps. We kind of went through each one and you know, going back to, I believe it's episode 43 with Ryan Dice in the 14 stages of romance. It's not like you skip any steps. You actually just pass through them more quickly. And what we've been able to find out in Facebook ads is that if you use a video, uh, a really powerful video using the three-step video ad formula, which we've talked about in previous episodes, you just take people through one through five in that video. You don't skip any steps. You just transport them very quickly. For us, you know, for our solutions individually, you wanted to lose weight, I wanted to gain strength, both of which we've been able to achieve. And the solutions were slightly different. You know, we transported ourselves through the five steps in very different time frames. The point is, is that I think if you miss any of these steps in your advertising, you probably won't get the solution that you want, which is ultimately is conversions to your product or service. But we all go through these steps, which is fascinating. And Eugene Schwartz identified this way back in 63. And it's interesting because everyone's starting on a different step, right? right? That's why this idea of a traffic system, everything that we've talked about throughout this entire podcast, it's all about the customer journey. And people could enter really late in this stair step, really late in the customer journey. They might be on step one. So ensuring that you have campaigns that take people from, you know, step one to two, two to three, making sure that there's something that's automating the movement from step to step. And again, it doesn't mean that people aren't going to jump in in the middle. But if you have these campaigns set up, you'll be golden. That's the perpetual traffic system. That's why the name started. How can we take people that are unaware of a problem and maybe we have a blog post? Maybe we have a hook that is, is breakfast really the most important meal of the day? Boom. Uh, and maybe we have an article. Click here to find out if it is and learn two big myths about breakfast, right? And maybe they click on that ad and they go read an article. And we're trying to take people that are unaware of the problem and move them 
into being aware of a problem. And more importantly, maybe they are aware of a problem, but we're trying to move them into become aware of our solution, which is intermittent fasting and this ketogenic living way of life, right? Maybe we we do it all in the ad itself, which is what, what I decided to do. I actually wrote a long copy ad, not a video ad, because this is more of a beginner intermediate program. And we wanted to, to show people they could do it without doing a video and they could take people from step kind of one, which is that unaware of the problem, all the way to step four or five, which is the you know, your solution or the deal in the, in the upside. And in this case, I actually created a, a long, very long copy ad. The challenge was we were going back and forth, Ralph and Sasha and I, and we we're in Denver. And I'm like, what's the best lead magnet? Because there's so many people out there that they want to be healthy, but they don't know about intermittent fasting. They haven't heard of this yet. So we've got to make them aware. I mean, I, I thought about what's a great lead magnet. A great lead magnet could be like, my cheat tools that I use to use intermittent fasting and not get hungry, right? And not get headaches and not get any of that stuff that people can deal with and be super focused and see how I lost 10 pounds in, in seven days. Download this intermittent fasting cheat sheet. However, if that was my hook, what segment of the upside awareness would people need to be in if that was my hook? Probably in step three in that case. I mean, they'd yeah. have to be, you know, solution where they'd have to know the ketogenic or, you know, intermittent fasting is a potential solution for losing weight, right. gaining strength, whatever it happens to be. There's all kinds of hooks that are in there. Um, probably a little bit of, you know, problem desire aware as well. But I mean, I think if you're solution aware, you're not unaware of the problem. You are problem desire aware. So it's like whatever step you're on, you're already the steps previous, if that makes sense. Yep. So that's inclusive. But yeah, that would be my sense. Yeah, exactly right. And that's a that's a sweet spot. I mean, a lot of times that's kind of the lower hanging fruit. And we recommend starting there. It's like kind of like Molly, like the social media swipe file, right? Right. In that case, you're not trying to target just general businesses. You're targeting people that you know are aware of Facebook in general, Facebook ads, and, and, and they want to grow their business typically, right. right? Yeah, they have to know that social media would be beneficial for their business. Exactly. Exactly. And for this case, to go back to the intermittent fasting example, I wanted to reach those people that were not aware of intermittent fasting and were probably aware of the problem. You know, they want to be more healthy, right? And that's the hardest part to do, Keith. Yep. When you have people that are already solution aware, your job's kind of easy. It's just convincing them that your solution to the problem is the best. You know, it's kind of like, bidding on on different keywords and adwords that you know are really deep down into your customer journey. Uh, the hardest part is reaching people that are totally unaware, people that are in, you know, unaware of the problem and problem desire aware. Those are the the two hardest campaigns to run are the first two steps. And the targeting inside this ad campaign perfectly mimics from a cost per lead standpoint exactly what you said. The people that are in, are, they are aware of that solution, like the intermittent fasting interest grouping and the, all those interest groups inside our targeting that were related to that. And even the ones that were like Atkins diet and it, in those areas, because they're aware of ketosis as a big part yeah. of the Atkins diet. So they're sort of aware of everything. And those were the ones that are getting the lowest cost per lead, right, Keith? And it still continues exactly. that way, you know? So because they've already got that familiarity with it, but they've already traveled step one and two, and now they're in three. And now it's really, it's just a matter of us 
you know, making them aware in the why step that, hey, you know, this is something that you should get in order to get the best results out of intermittent fasting to, you know, achieve whatever your goals happen to be. So if they're not aware of your solution, your goal with with paid advertising like Facebook is you want to move them from being unaware or just aware in general of a problem to being aware and having intent, okay, and having intent. And, and so we're going to walk you through sometimes how we shortcut this process. And you just have to understand the whole process really well. Once you do, then you can try to shortcut it if you want or just do it the traditional way. It, it doesn't really matter. But in this case, this is a very important part right here. If I want to target people that are aware of the problem or desire, that they want to be healthy, they want to lose weight, they want to lower their blood pressure, but they're not aware of intermittent fasting or just people that are unaware of the problem in general, then I can't use the intermittent fasting cheat sheet as a hook. It's not going to make sense to those people. It's kind of like, I love Sam Cart seeing some of their ads examples because they sell a solution that helps people design order forms and checkout forms, right? But if you see any of their ads, they're never using the hook around design uh, better order forms or increase your conversion rates on your order forms or use our templates, right? It's Which is what it does. They're leading with people that... They know the problem they're aware of, which is getting more sales and profits, period. So they're using that as the hook on their ad, and then they're going into whatever whatever it is. Maybe it's a webinar or what else to build them, to educate them on the solution of, of their, their software. Same thing with lead pages. Lead pages did a great job of, of using, you know, just in general, how to get more profits from your websites. And then once you get into their world, they, they give you the education on why. Um, having landing pages that are, you know, pre-designed work for you. But so back to the ketogenic living example, if I want to target those people at level one or two, which is the up, right, unaware of the problem or aware of the problem, then I need to use something that will connect with that audience, right? So what we found was, this is the ad, this is the headline of this ad. Is breakfast really the most important meal of the day? Question mark. Which is awesome, Keith, because anyone can relate to that, right? (laughs) It's nothing to do with a certain diet or fasting. It's breakfast. (laughs) And it's potentially shattering a conventional wisdom that everyone has been told ever since they were a kid that breakfast is the most important meal. So it's it's a Absolutely. really good hook because it it, you know, debunks a myth. Yeah, our our double your sales course is a good example of this too doubleyoursales.com, we aren't speaking at all about digital marketing or what we're eventually going to speak to them about, and you know, throughout the customer journey, because we're digital marketer. We're literally asking, do you want to double the sales of your business? That's something that any business owner would understand. So just to give you another example of a type of ad that works in this spot. Exactly. Perfect, perfect example. Love it. Screenshots are at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 86. So is breakfast really the most important meal of the day? The second line or dot, dot, dot. Is it the most important meal that should be skipped? This goes back to the last couple episodes, episodes 84 and 85, where we talked about relating to something that they're used to doing every day. And I go into the next line as I think back to one of those days where I was in a rush and skipped breakfast. The guilt kicked in big time. 
Remembering those words repeated over and over again by my mom, dad, and teachers lecturing me on how important breakfast is. <laughs> yeah, that's so powerful. Totally. Yeah, and some of the other images tested here are the the, the kid eating breakfast and the mom like pointing her finger <laughs> at her. And so people can relate to that. Yep. The crazy thing is that the reasons behind breakfast is the most important meal of the day phenomenon are mostly all myths, only backed by observational studies, which cannot demonstrate causation. And what we do here is we go into two myths, all in the ad copy. Now, you might be thinking, could this be a blog post? Absolutely. Like I could have had two lines on this this post. It could have been, is breakfast really the most important meal of the day? Or should it be the most important meal that should be skipped? Curiosity, click here to find out, right? And you could have an article or you could take it to a sales video or whatever. But the reason why I have all this in the ad copy, and this goes on much, much longer, is because I also want to create an ad that I know people will share. Six principles of why things catch on, why people share, right out of the book Contagious by Jonah Berger that we reference so often on this podcast. Two of the reasons are people will share things that they feel make them kind of in the know, right? And make them smart. Totally. Yep. And then people also just like to share useful information. And so if you give them, we call it an aha moment. You give them an aha moment somehow, they're not only going to like you and they're going to come into your funnel, they're going to land on your landing page with, I like to say, their virtual guard down. So I always like to think about that person scrolling the news feed or, or scrolling YouTube. Think about them. If they see something that says sponsored, typically their virtual Fists are going to come up to ready position like they're in the boxing ring, right? They're ready to go. They're in the UFC ring. What you want to do, if you can, is use your messaging to get them to put their gloves down, right? Their fists down. So, so they want to read your messages. They want to watch your videos. They want to opt in. They want to open your emails. They want to attend your webinars. And most importantly, they want to buy your product or service. And so this ad, we go into talking about the two myths, boosting metabolism and, and causing weight gain. And then we kind of pivot and we go into seven evidence health benefits of why intermittent fasting is amazingly healthy and will continue to be a hot trend in 2017. And then at the end of the ad, it basically pivots to uh, the variety of health benefits of intermittent fasting is quite amazing and no wonder it has changed my life and so many other early adopters in such a dramatic fashion, which is why we've created a beginner's guide to intermittent fasting, a free guide we're giving away for a limited time to help spread the word about IF as quickly as possible. This guide gives you the step-by-step -step plan for the top three intermittent fasting methods out today, uh, the most important and easy to apply. Download here. If you noticed here, this ad, we are taking people that could be all the way down to you, unaware. They could even be aware of the problem, but not aware of intermittent fasting because we're using something that everybody recognizes. And then we move them into educating them in the ad. But sometimes you do this on a video uh, or in a lead magnet, but we educate them in the ad of why intermittent fasting came about and why they need to learn more and try it out. 
And this this ad copy is just so good. I mean, it's just yeah. so good in so many different levels. And it's totally non-traditional. I mean, when people see this at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast episode 86, you're going to see that this is not the typical type of ad that you're going to see in your newsfeed. In fact, we actually got an email, which I don't know if you've seen this one yet, Keith, but we got an email from our, from our partner at Facebook saying that we should write ads that are shorter copy. But which is great in many, many circumstances. But here you're delivering so much value up front. You're shattering a myth. It's conversational. You can immediately, when I read it, I was like, I am that guy. I totally get where you're coming from. I can identify with this person, even though I knew who you were, obviously. But the point is, is that it just convinces you and takes you all the way up that stair step until I actually want to commit and download this guide. And it prevents you from having to deal with all the technical aspects of creating a blog post, yep. et cetera. Yes. Totally. Also, look at the amount of engagement. That's what I love on these long-form posts that really have a lot of information in them. I mean, yep. 430 reactions, um, more than half of that, 217 shares, 116 comments. So these are getting a really high virality. Yep. And, you, and this is the kind of ad you'll see because we give them an aha moment and we educate them. You go through the comment thread and you'll see everybody tagging their friends because and you see comments. It's hilarious. Absolutely. People are tagging their kids and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. And they're like apologizing to their kids in like a laughing way. It's hilarious. Yeah. And so that goes back to what mental links and associations we want people to pop in and associate that Ryan Dice talked about on episode 84. People can relate to that. So there's a lot of things going on in this ad. But the main thing is the hook that I wanted to create was targeting people that are unaware of the solution. Now, the next type of hook, if we want to target people that we know are aware of the solution or our solution, guess what? We can use something like intermittent fasting cheat sheet, right? Or intermittent fasting, my cheat items that I use to get through it and how you can too. And it could be short copy. It could be a very simple lead magnet. But we're not going to target people that are like part of men's health. We're not going to target some of these bigger, broader audiences. We're not going to be able to. Or if we do, you're just not going to get good results. It's just how it is. But if you understand that, you can target those audiences. This is why I love the whole perpetual traffic method. You can engineer a process to literally move people from unaware to become problem aware, solution aware, to become aware of your solution And then, of course, build desire to want your solution and buy your product. I couldn't agree more. And I still see people every day saying that Facebook ads don't work or that buying traffic doesn't work for their business, but they're only testing one campaign. And you really have to take a step back and say, who are the different groups of people that I'm speaking to? How far along are they in my customer journey? What campaigns do I need to put in place that work with one another to really automate this journey? It sounds like a lot of work because it is. This stuff takes work, but it's not just setting up one campaign that's going to raise awareness for your brand, pixel people, generate leads, generate sales, and print a million dollars by tomorrow. All of these different campaigns work together and have specific goals based off of their place in your customer journey. And I think using these steps, just it, it helps you to visualize where you are 
as well as what your message should be to each individual group. Like he said, I mean, yeah, we want it. We love the people that are in the three, four steps because they're already, you know, their solution. They might even be aware of our solution because maybe they visited our website before. That would be like fans or website custom audiences or maybe a lead list, you know, up up on that like number four step. But the point is, is that, you know, you can get from one to five in an ad on its own, or you could do it in a couple of different steps. Like we outlined in the first two or three episodes of this podcast, where we really laid out, you know, talk about content first or, or, you know, use blog content and then retarget back to your, your offer, whatever that happens to be. But what we've really found is that to take somebody from one to five, Keith does it here in a long ass copy post, which is a really well-written and carefully crafted post but we do it all the time with a video ad. You know, it might be a five minute, six minute, 12 minute, 20 minute video. It might be a 60 second video if it can really be compressed. But in essence, we're taking somebody all the way up the stairs, all the way to a product where the top step is they're looking for a deal to purchase, or maybe it's just, you know, an opt-in or a registration for a webinar or something like that. But the point is it can be done. This is one way to do it. And video is definitely another really powerful way to do it as well. This is an example, okay, created for people to show that you can do this uh, low tech without having to do video initially. If I run a video ad for this, that's the next step that we're going to do and show people how we did it. It will perform probably better, but maybe not. It depends how the video was done as well. But the thing about video is now you're talking about, holy smokes, you're building those warm audiences you're talking two, three, four cents per quality video view of somebody that's maybe watched 25% or more. And so you're building your warm audiences so much faster when you're running video ads. And then you're also making a bigger branding impact. Okay. People can hear your voice. And I love the fact that Facebook is rolling out autoplay videos with sound. If you listen to some of the stuff that Roy H. Williams talks about and the echoic effect of people here. Uh, your voice over and over again. Well, more importantly, if they hear something that kind of has a a jingle or or something that they can easily remember. But the point is, is video, it can condense this process. But if you can't make video, it's okay. Like if you want to just start at level two and three, then you do that. You start with a simple lead magnet that you know that people will understand, right? Because they're aware of the problem or they're aware of the solution, and then you start there, you build some momentum, and then you maybe you think about the next step. How can I create an ad or a hook that will resonate with people that are a little bit lower down that, that stair step? They're aware of the problem, but not aware of the solution, or even people that are, aren't aware of the problem in general. It's your job to make them aware of the problem in a positive way if you can, because we see over time, the positive messages will last longer. You can use curiosity sometimes to kind of get them into it like I did here. And then we just educate. If you are interested in taking this kind of thing to video, we talk about it really in depth, Keith and I, on episode 67, the three-step video ad formula, which, like you said, I mean, this is a storyboard for a video, this one right here. And it would, I think it would do really well. We'd have to see exactly how much better it does than this. But I think that is a really important resource for you folks to go back and listen to again. This sometimes isn't easy. The reason why we put so much time and energy and focus into this at our in-person certification was because we want to take people to really get this stuff right. 
once you understand this concept, it's like you can go into any market and win. And the other thing is that sometimes it takes some time to, to figure this out. Like when I wrote this ad, this wasn't something that I just did in two hours. This literally took me several days to kind of think about, ponder, and then kind of do a lot of research online, look for articles, look in AdWords, see what people are searching, and then figure out what's that hook, and then write out this thing, and then rewrite it the next day. This was several hours I spent on this, not like in a half a day or in 90 minutes, but was it worth it? Are you kidding me? Imagine if I had supplements, which is a whole nother thing that we could offer. And we have, we talk about hooks you can use for supplements as well in that program that will be available soon. But the point is, is was it worth it? This is the stuff you got to take the time and energy and do the research because once you do, this is a campaign that will be, we could run for, for years and years if we wanted to. Somebody else could if they're in this space. It's just, it's massively scalable. You can literally blow out your competition if you take the time to get this stuff right. Good stuff, good stuff. So we're going to have, like we said in the show notes, the graphics for you, digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast episode 86. And uh, other than that, we will hopefully see quite a few of you very soon if, if you're listening to this before Traffic and Conversion Summit 2017. Otherwise, we will hopefully talk to you on the next episode next week. Love doing this. Love talking to you guys. Thanks, guys. See you. Thank you. Bam. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Grant, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. John Moran here. Q1 is closing and it probably didn't go as well as you'd hoped. I'm sure your agency is telling you that they crushed it, but in reality, it probably crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you, or if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what, go to tier11.com forward slash apply. That's tier11.com forward slash apply. And we'll get set up on a call to show you a better way to get your business, not just metrics that make agencies look good.